I already pressed it, so I don't... Okay. So now you don't care. Starting off with a bang. With a bang. Oh, we're keeping that in the show? <laughs> we could. I mean, I don't see why not at this point. I'm Jake Smith. This is Snickles. Wow, okay. Why don't you give me some time okay. to introduce myself, Jake? Um, uh, I'm trying to get better at introducing... Hey, if you listen to any famous podcast... They all always provide a good, clean tag right at the beginning. Yeah, I'm Darren. Uh, Well, like, yeah, we always, I always like, you know, that's the editing structure is we we say a goof, we, we give a goof and then we play the song. Well, I don't know why it matters that we are trying to establish it now because this is our last episode. Uh, Darren didn't know this, but I'm just, it's just exhausting for me having to look at Darren's face for like an hour every week, uh, having to talk to Darren and I'm like, everything about the show just doesn't interest me anymore. I'm like very far away from the screen per Jake's request. So he doesn't have to look that closely. Like Jake is all the way up against all I can see. I can't even see all of Jake's face. He's so close to the screen. Uh, this is true, but it's just because of how my, my, uh, my, my, uh, webcam works. I honestly, uh, just from this show and going to grad school and everything, I'm kind of burnt out on movies. I think I've just become a vacuum salesman. Uh, that really sucks. Vacuums use suction. This is correct. Uh... I'm over comedy. I don't think that anything is funny anymore. I'm just a straight-laced vacuum salesman now. That really... Um, uh, okay. That's really all I have to say. Uh, we'll still go through the episode as planned, because Darren and I did sign a contract, and I agreed that I would do this episode, but uh, this is it for us, everybody. So I hope it's our best episode yet, but also, I don't give a shit, dumb shits. Um, I will find out... Uh next week if jake is being serious or not um but i know i am certainly serious uh, about ending this sucker um yeah this is this is the last this is the last show that uh snickles is gonna be is gonna be um uh it's been a fun ride i don't even think we made it to 50 episodes yet um but God, it feels like it's a thousand. <laughs> it feels like seven hundred ninety-two at least. Uh, Darren, let's. Uh, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Past us, huh? Yeah, that's kind of a weird, uh, weird way to weird place to throw that in. Let's just try to put this past us and go on with the show as planned. Uh, Darren Hone finally had his icebox show. At the Icebox. How was the, it, dude? The, the place from uh, Deadpool 2. The place from the X-Men where mm-hmm. they throw um, imprisoned mutants. I, th- I did a show there. Um, yeah, it went really well. The uh, The owner of the Icebox was like, hey, man, great set. And uh, No, I did the Ice House show last night with Walter Booth, uh, another comic. And hey, we don't need to keep name dropping Walter. I'm good. He doesn't want to be he on our show. Yeah, he doesn't want any part of us. Um, 
<clears throat> oh boy, that banana is uh, crushing my innards. Um, Darren had a chocolate covered banana. Yeah. Just a little spoiler alert for the past. So, Darren, how was your show? My show went really well. Uh, I actually got booed at one point um, in the in the audience fr- from the audience. It was just one person who booed me. Um, that is not actually a joke. That is real. Uh, but other than it was like the weirdest thing because I was crushing pretty pretty well. I was doing pretty well the whole set, and then. I have one pretty offensive joke that always makes everybody groan, and part of the joke is that I don't understand that it's offensive, and it sent one guy in the audience so far over the edge that through all the groans, I just heard go, some. I just heard him go boo, and I was like, damn. Uh, I'm glad there's not a, a crab mentality or mob mentality here. Of, uh, Did you say, uh, I guess my dad's here tonight, because that's always a good way to, you know, get the get the audience back on your side. No, because I wasn't even on my side, because I fucked the joke up. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't, I would have booed myself too, but it's, it's easily, it was, it's, it's just like, it's a, uh, I understand like from an audience perspective that like, I have... I mean, I mix jokes a lot. I go for like, for right for being clever in the writing that I can add to like a certain character that I'm trying to be. And I get it when like I go from these weird character jokes to like one that's like kind of over the top offensive and like really dark. Um, I get that that's a bit of a shock for a lot of people. Um, you're a bit of a sick pup, though. I'm a, I'm a little twisted. You could say I'm a little twisted. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I understand where the dude... I kind of understand where the dude's coming from, even though I... I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I don't think I would ever boo someone unless they outright were, like, preaching fucking so black people suckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I would ever boo people unless they're outwardly preaching like Sieg Heil on stage, which ironically the comedian after me who went up <laughs> actually two after me fucking said Sieg Heil on stage. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, uh, he was making a joke about it, but, uh, some people were like that. He's a bit of a sick pup. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Someone after the show was like, yeah, they were like, yeah, there was a lot of uh, weird, like, kind of racist jokes that were told tonight. And I was like, yeah, man, mine was... I was like, I thought mine was really offensive, too. And he was like, well, yeah, yours was... He was like, yours was bad, but, like, the Sieg Heil one was even worse. And I was like, I don't know, man. Mine was, like... Mine was pretty bad. Uh, I don't want to tell it for the podcast, but it was just interesting. Anyway, I did do, uh, other than that, I totally crushed it. I did 10 minutes last night. Um, it went really well. And then after the I show. Just, hey, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I just want to pause there and say that I'm not a racist, and but I do try to accept Darren for who he is. Um, yeah, that's because. But well, this is part of the reason I'm ending the show. That's because Jake, yeah, it's because Jake's not a racist. He's trying to not be a racist. That he's He has to point out that he accepts me for who I am, which makes him not racist. No, I'm not a racist. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you keep having I'm glad you keep having to point it out. 
I am not a racist. I hate women, and I hate the gays, but I'm not a racist. <laughs> um, it's not straight f- black men are totally fine in my book. It's not fraud. It's false advertising. Um, but yeah, after uh, the show, was, hey, that was a bit. Hey, that was a bit. That was a bit. I know. I was yes anding you. That was a. I'm not. I'm not saying that to you, Darren. I'm just saying that to uh, Jake is, the audience. Jake is sweating so much right now. You've already done this bit where you said I was sweating really hard. I always do it. It's a go-to for people who can't see. Um, Talk about after the show. After the after my set, not after the show, but uh, mm. after my set, the um, I, I, he's one of the he's he's the guy who puts the show together. He he runs the showcase. He's not the MC, but he like kind of owns that show or whatever. He's been doing it for years and years and he came up to me and he was like, Oh that was a great set, man. That was that was really awesome. Uh and then he just like got me a drink. He he got me a drink after that. It was felt good to to crush and then see my friend crush right after and then get a drink uh from a guy who's uh got some clout. <coughs> Burping again, sorry. Um I've got a couple things, a couple quick things I want to say. Uh, related to your, your saying that you have an offensive joke, this isn't actually an offensive joke, but uh, I heard the, a comedian, Guy Montgomery, he's from New Zealand, and he had a really funny like five-minute set that I saw on Facebook the other day. But he starts with, do you guys like Anne Frank jokes? And he gets like a so-so response, and he's like, yeah, I don't really either. I don't go for her sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that that's such a great joke and that's such a good opener that I just wanted to mention it so that if any of our fans don't know of Guy Montgomery, check him out. He's a funny guy. And if you've seen... No pun intended. If you've ever seen my stand-up, uh, then um, you know that my joke is an Anne Frank joke. So that's pretty funny. It's, I think it's, I'm seeing a pattern here because last night I told my Anne Frank joke that had groans and like almost every other comic had either a joke about Anne Frank or about the Holocaust or about Jews. So is that the stomping ground that we're as comedians uh, that we can like agree we can still make jokes about or some shit like that? What's going on? Maybe it means that you need to find a new joke, Darren. Because if you're joking about the same thing that everyone else is joking about, like... It was the first night that's ever been a commonality between that many comics. Find new ground, is what I'm always saying. Or do jokes about airline food. Um, I'm feeling kind of a lot of anxiety right now because uh, my garbage disposal broke. And I called the uh, like maintenance people this morning and last time i had the maintenance people come out come out they came out in like an hour and this time uh it's been like several hours and i haven't heard back from them so i'm really worried that they're gonna walk in in the middle of us recording uh so i'm just feeling that uh general anxiety right now well jake how is your recording doing right now are you still recording yep bro still going all good cool I, I made sure that the last episode I'm going to get everything working for. Uh, also, this week, I fixed my desk. Some eagle-eared listeners may remember that my desk would fa- the drawer of my desk would famously just fall apart sometimes. 
I uh, went to the hardware store, bought myself some washers, got it all fixed up, and it's uh, working so far. So that's a, a cool thing I did this week. Uh, other than that, the old ball and chain was in town. Uh, Darren saw our last recording. Yes, your your my girlfriend was here, so we just hung out, uh, did some stuff. Nothing like we had fun, but nothing that's particularly noteworthy. Unless you like stories about people going to restaurants and laughing about inside jokes and catching up. I want to make a I want to make a prediction. Did you guys ever go to a bookstore? We did not. Oh, damn it. Okay. Well, I'm off there. Um, but that's a good guess. That's right in our wheelhouse. That is right in your wheelhouse. Uh, you, I'm guessing you, you guys saw a movie together. Is that accurate to think? Really? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, actually kind of. Okay. Not a, not a first-run movie. Well, it's, a, it's still we'll a get fucking into it. movie, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into it. Um, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a nice visit. Uh, and it means that I'm like pretty far behind on everything else in my life. Yeah, well, hey, you still have health insurance. That's true. Something that one of us can say, you know. For a couple months. <laughs> uh, Wait, when do you, do you lose it? 24 or 26. 26? Yeah. Oh, this boy's rolling You're in good it. for a while. Yeah, I'm going to go fucking break all my bones. Yeah. Guess who's not good anymore? <laughs> uh, I don't want to guess. I don't want to talk oh, about okay. this. It sounds boring. Okay. Um, it's kind of my turn to talk about things. Yeah, you should keep going until the well runs uh, dry. Well, I do have several things. Okay, I've got two topics I want to bring up. One of them I'll bring up this week, and one of them we'll never talk about on the show because this is the last episode. Do you want the first one or the second one? I want the second one. The second one. All right. So, Darren, what is a pretzel? I changed my mind. I want the first one. Nope. You're... All right. No, do you really want the first one? I know we're about to get into your into your science crusade here about It's not pretzels. a science crusade. It's not a science crusade. What is a pretzel? Um, it's a type of bread that's, I, I guess, folded. It's like a type of baked dough that's folded into a design. I mean, you don't necessarily have to fold it into like the design you think but i think the bread is more important for a pretzel than anything else but that's the thing right it doesn't have to be folded because there's pretzel rods and so you say well it's like a soft bread but it's not because there's hard pretzels you say it's salty well what about chocolate covered pretzels so maybe it's sweet but not all pretzels are sweet but you can't say that there's just dessert pretzels because what about like a uh what are those honey ones like honey mustard pretzel? That's not a dessert pretzel. What the fuck is a pretzel? It's a type of I it's a like type of dough that you bake. It's a type of like baked dough. So it's a bread. Yeah. It's a bread. So it's chocolate covered bread? Basically, yeah, that's what a pretzel is. I don't but like like you so know pretzel buns, me, you go to Wendy's and you get the pretzel bun burgers? Yeah. 
There's a pretzel bun. So you're telling me that like a uh, small, you know, like the a rolled <laughs> golds hard pretzel. You're telling me that's a bread. Yeah. Yes, I am. That's a bread. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I see this. I see this coming, and like, if I feel like I can't stop pretzels, it. If someone had a bowl of pretzels, it'd be accurate to say, "Hey, man, hand me that bread." Yeah, pretzel bread, hard pretzels. Yeah, yeah, because I I think pretzel bread is an actual thing. Let me look this up. I'm gonna look this up. Pretzel bread. Okay, but if pretzel bread is a thing, that implies that pretzels aren't a bread inherently. Pretzel bread. Well, why wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, bread. it's kind of bullshit. Well, pretzel bread it's is like the loaf. So when you get the... That's like a loaf. But yeah, pretzel is... Pretzel is just the type of dough. It's like the type of ingredients you use to make the I'm dough. I'm just saying it's bullshit that a pretzel can be fucking anything it wants. Like, Define, it can be soft. Definition, it can be hard. It can be a rod. It can be shaped. It can be a fucking bun. Like, what? Definition. Uh, noun. A crisp br- a crisp biscuit baked in the form of a knot or stick and flavored with salt. But, it, see, it doesn't have to be flavored with salt. It doesn't have to be... Because sometimes it's really doughy and not crisp. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be flavored with salt, I suppose. Uh, that's just what I'm saying. It's bullshit. Bread can be whatever it wants to be. Or I, I mean, pretzels can be whatever they want to be. I consider pretzel to be the type of bread rather than the shape. I Okay, but you wouldn't... You would never say, hey, man, give me that bread. Well, yeah, if I wanted bread, I would Can I, I get one of those that. shaped breads? Uh, I would... Those shaped, no, salty would, breads. Yeah, because I would say, give me one, hand me one of those pretzels. All right, I'm going to talk about the first thing now. Okay. I've been thinking a lot lately about, like, the fact that we lock our doors. Like, how often does someone actually just come up to your door and try to open it? Um, Especially, like, I live in an apartment complex that has a locked front door, and I'm, like, the farthest from the door. So, like, when's the last time... Me locking my door would have prevented anything. Um, well, I think the I think it's just a precautionary move because say someone actually does get into that door and they have the intent to kill you um, or to take your stuff. I mean, you, but who is like, all right, I'm going to break chance. into this locked apartment complex I'm going to try every door, and if one of them's unlocked, I'm going to kill the person who's inside. Well, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it could be a, it's, I think the fear is that there's some sort of uh, a psychopath who's randomly taking people out, um, and uh, you don't want that I mean, person. but they could, they could just as easily knock on my door, and I'm like, oh, who could that be? So I go and open it, and then they kill me. But there's not, like... This overriding fear of answering your door. And it's like, if you have a clingy friend who you don't want to hang out with, you know, uh, and they keep coming up or to some, your door. Or a fucking clingy friend who really wants to make a podcast with you, even though... Oh, God, yeah, tell me God. about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if they come up to your door wanting to hang out with you, like, they fin- they found out where you live, and they just want to hang out now all the time. But I... The, you can my, pretend to be the, asleep. My front door is locked. You can pretend to be asleep. My front door is locked. Yeah. 
And they'll knock and knock and knock and be like, hey, just pretend to be asleep. But they're not knocking on my door. I wouldn't hear them anyway. Like, the door downstairs is locked. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it's the clingy friend. In this case, I guess the clingy, it would make more sense if the clingy friend in question was your neighbor, your apartment neighbor. And, uh. Yeah, but that's not the scenario I'm, I'm presenting. When's the last time someone tried to open my door? And it being locked prevented them. Um, well, I mean, when uh, when was the last time? Probably when you lived at your parents' house, and you were just busting a nut. Um, your mom, you're trying to bust a nut, and your mom came through, and she almost opened the door, but uh, she couldn't because the door was locked. So she I couldn't see you. Didn't have a lock on my door at my nut. parents' house. Also, I've never ejaculated. Jake is a, yeah, Jake's a virgin. No. Oh, really? No, 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 no. You've had unsuccessful I've just never ejaculated. Attempt. Okay. Interesting. Because I don't want to. It's part of my religion. <laughs> Jake, I, I'm telling you, I don't think that's a religion. I think that's a cult that you joined. Well, that's not what Zorgog says. Okay, see, now you're, now you're going on about Zargog again, and... Uh, Who? Oh yeah, I can't. I forgot. I can't say his name because I'm not in. I'm not accepted. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to join, we're more than we're more than happy to have you. Well, apparently you're not question. because I, I tried to join. What my social security number again? You're gonna ask no, me that again? No. Oh, you don't need no, it anymore. Darren, have you ever ejaculated? Jake, you know the. That's a loaded question. You know the answer to that question. It is a it is a loaded question, and it's a question about loads. <laughs> uh, That's a little joke that Zorgog wrote and told us to tell people yeah, if I, we ever get I, in this situation. Yeah, I understand, uh, Jake. That's 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 a that's a fuck. You know the answer to that question, and that's why I can't join, and I don't want to join anyway because I think what I think. Because you're not ready for Zorgog's love. No, it's so, it's sexual repression, and I think I honestly think this is going to lead to your death. It's not repression; it's a choice. I think this is this. We can still have sex. This cult. We can. Yeah, but you can't come. <laughs> you're not allowed to come. It's an exercise in self improvement and self. Uh, in edging. Actualization. In edging. Is this an edging no. cult? It's not edging because edging you eventually ejaculate. I'm pretty sure. No, I don't think I don't think you necessarily have to with edging. I think you just have to hold it in. You know. You know when I was uh, when I was uh, first uh, ex- when I was first experimenting with uh, with ejaculating, <laughs> I uh, I think I uh, I edged myself so much that. Um, when I felt like I was ejaculating, nothing came out. And uh, I was just like, damn, I got strong ass. I got a strong ass groin here. And uh, I pride myself in that in that power. So maybe, okay, that's interesting because you can come, but you can't ejaculate in the eyes of Zorgog. So, so perhaps am I we the could chosen one? In. Am I the chosen Perhaps one? Perhaps we could welcome you in. So I can I can still ejaculate, but nothing comes out? Like, as long as nothing comes out, that's okay? Well, no, because that's... Y- yes. yes. That's basically. what I said. I, I feel like I... I feel but, like I got to that point of ejaculation, but nothing came out. Yeah, but at, at that point, I don't think it's ejaculation. It's just, uh... 
It's just sensation. And Zorgog always says, sensation before ejaculation. Yeah. Not, no ruination. This, and he says, ejaculation before sensation. Yes, ruination. And we're always like, Zorgog, that's not the most catchy saying. And he says, do you question me, Zorgog? So is this a human or is he like an is he like an all power? I mean, I guess you have a skewed view of what he is, but what does he look yeah, like? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a bit of a skewed view. What, what does he look like? Um, he's like five eleven. Uh, he's got like curly brown hair. Uh, he has two human arms and two human legs. Uh, and other than that, just basically normal stuff. Uh, so he's a, I guess his reptile so, body is a oh little... My, so is he... Okay. So he's what, reptilian? Well... But he's a human. You, is that, Okay, so is this a hologram? I said he has human arms and legs. But the rest of his body's reptilian. So is he a... Ta- is, is this like tattooed? Is this a shirt that he's wearing maybe? That looks like it's reptilian? Uh, a costume? Well... He's got curly hair. Does is his head human or is that reptilian? Because he's got the curly hair, but you never talked about his head. He wears a mask. Can I ask you a question about a shirt? Does it count as a shirt if it has the shape and like fullness of a reptile penis? Wait, so he's wearing a cod piece? No, he's naked. So he's okay. So he does except. Except for the mask. So what? When you say reptile penis, do you mean like an alligator dick, where it's like a vagina and then the dick comes out, and you can't see it until he gets a boner? <laughs> is that what you're talking about here, or is it just like a schlonger that's coming out? That's hu- a humanoid schlonger. Uh. So it's it's like the rep. It's like the alligator or crocodile. I don't remember what you said. I wasn't really listening. It's like that, but when it comes out. The head of his penis is a snake head. So he has a... So it's a snake. So what the... F- so Jake, this doesn't sound like he's a human being. He's. It sounds like he's a... He's got human arms and legs. Okay, but and he, he's got hair. He's got a snake cock. Okay? Well, no, I don't think he has a... Because don't snakes have, like, really small penises? Well, snake... Okay, yeah, sure. But no, but he's got... No, but he's got a snake... For a dick is what you're telling me. <laughs> he doesn't have a snake dick. He has a dick snake. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. Jake, I don't feel comfortable with you being in this cult. I think that he... I think that the end goal of this whole thing is that he kind of wants you to... Save up your loads. So that he can breed with his own kind and create a, a world of, of half... Of humanoid reptiles. I don't think that that's... He says that the end goal is that the rivers of humanity will flow free again. Jake, but do you know... Can you... Do you know exactly what that means? Do you know logistically exactly what that would entail? Does anyone know what the Bible means, Darren? Uh, like, yeah, I don't know Christians why, know what it means and lots of... I don't know why... I don't know why this is the, this is the stand you're taking. Zorgog respects us. Zorgog... Zorgog loves us all. Jake, I think you need out. I mean, I don't I, I think you need I think you need to change your name. You might need to go into witness protection. I don't know what the getting out of a cult process, especially this cult process. It's not a cult. It's 
It's not a cult, Darren. Okay, well, I don't know what getting out We're of this ju- It's just group. a gathering of like-minded individuals who have a set of principles that include not ejaculating. So, okay, okay. The, the whole point is to not ejaculate. So are you guys having That's sex? That's not the whole point. Are you guys having sex at these meetings and just not ejaculating? No. Is this a gi- are these We're exchanging orgies? ideas. So you guys are having no. sex. Is that what you're saying? No. Is that the exchange that, no. of ideas? No, we talk about literature and poetry and uh, communist uprising. So there's no there's no sexual intercourse that's ever had at any of these meetings. Well, I don't know what Zorgog gets up to, man. I don't know. Hey, have you ever had sex at one of these meetings? Have you ever no, been? But if have you ever been offered sex at one of these meetings? Well, sure. Like, but we're just freewheeling people. Like, do you have hey, your clothes look. on? Do you have any clothes on at these meetings? Yeah. Look. So you're are you. Are you you're pointing out your shirt that you have on right now. Or, or, oh, do I have my clothes on at the meetings? At the meetings. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, mostly. Okay, well, define mostly. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, we all, okay. Are you talking well, no I pants? Didn't, I didn't think I'd have to get this much into it. I mean, it's just, uh, I sort of, Darren, I sort of thought that we uh, already talked about this when I, when I tried to get you to join. But basically, we all arrive in just whatever street clothes we want. We get in a circle, and then we all take our clothes off and then put robes on. And we say, equality in all, equality in one. Because we're all wearing <laughs> the same thing. What do you do? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you do after oh, What do you do after you say that? After you take your clothes off and say we that? We exchange ideas and knowledge and information. And sometimes, sometimes we make... Little jokes to each other, Darren. It's like a, it's just a, it's a little community. But you are all naked. You're all wearing, well, you're, no, okay, you're all wearing robes. robes. Are these robes closed or do you have to tie them up or are they just open? And you can see all your meat and two veg. It's a purple robe that you wear as you will. It has a belt. What's the guy girl ratio here? Is it, is it a, are we talking a perfect 50 50 here? Darren, it is a perfect 50 50, isn't it? You're just trying to dodge part, the question. That's not good, part, Jake. Hold, Darren, part of our beliefs is that gender is something that they want to push on us. We don't need such labels. So this is a very this is a very left leaning organization. Then, no, that's not true at all. We also believe that every. Every member of society should be given a gun. <laughs> At the so, age of five. Do you guys Darren, have guns? I gave you the pamphlet. You, I gave you the pamphlet. At the age of five, you're given a handgun. And at the age of 13, you're given your first assault rifle. Did you receive both of those? Okay, so are, do, do you have guns at these meetings? You guys no, are all... we don't... You guys are all naked. And we're not naked. Okay, you have robes on. We get naked and then we re- we put our clothes back on. And they don't give we, you or, guns. I'm sorry, but we you put believe a robe that on. everybody should have a gun. That's our belief, but that doesn't we're not at that point in society yet, Darren. So that's when that's when he, the rivers of humanity are going to flow free. Uh Again, does yes. Zargon have is that his name's 
Zarga, does he have he, a gun? Does he? His name is Zorgon, Zorgon, and you know that you're not allowed to say I'm, it. I'm, does he? Does the lizard guy have Zor? No, Zorgog. Does Zorgog? Don't say it. Sorry. Does he have a gun at these meetings? Is he strapped up? Is he? Does he have like a bandolier and like a, all the guns? Zorgog wears a robe and a mask, and that is what he has with him. So he's not carrying a gun. Do you ever see him? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happens. We all arrive and we get in a circle. We're standing there. Zorgog puts on Nirvana's "Come as You Are." Oh my God. We take off our clothes and put on robes. You can tie them if you want. You can keep them as open as you want. You can drape the robe across your shoulders like a scarf if that's what you're feeling. It's just yeah, a, come as and you then we are. just discuss. Yeah, we just discuss our ideas, uh, our plans for the future. What do those plans entail for the future? They entail the river of humanity flowing free but again. What are the steps to get to that point? You're dodging these questions, and I'm I'm not, not dodging the questions. It. You're dodging my answers. We all have our own plans. That's the thing. It's not any one plan. We're all we're all allowed to come on it. Could we come in on equal terms? You're not allowed we're to come. Allowed to That's we'd established that. We're not allowed to come. No, Darren, we come as we are. We don't come, but we come as we are. I gotta be honest with you, I'm uncomfortable at what I'm hearing, and I think you need to get out of that. Um sounds like you're in a bit of a sex cult. Um, it's not a sex cult. We don't have sex. And it's not a cult. Yeah, but what? Okay, but the end goal, I feel like, the rivers of humanity are going to flow free. Like, why would you get naked? Again. It's some sort. Okay, yeah, I get it. It's already <laughs> happened. Uh, it's already happened at some point in the past, and you guys are trying to recreate it now. Um <laughs> I just, I think that that's going to entail you guys reproducing with some sort of lizard people that, uh... We're naked because it, it, it symbolizes the equality that we all feel with each other. We're all wearing the same robes. It's not a sex thing. Some people... <clears throat> we're, it's, we're people from all walks of life. There are accountants, bank tellers... Lawyers, secretaries, uh, advertising executives. Okay, I get, I get it. There's a lot of there's a lot of people who just have like regular jobs there. I understand. Uh, there's a garbage man who comes, a garbage person. I mean, and he comes. Zorgog, forgive me. He comes. So, like, why does the garbage man he, get to get to come? He doesn't ejaculate, Darren. So <laughs> I want to make something clear that from now on, I'm not going to use the word comes to mean ejaculate. Okay. So if I say he comes, that means he arrives. He comes as he is. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just. And we just exchange our ideas on society and thoughts. Okay. And our ultimate goal is for the rivers of humanity to flow free again. Okay. So, do you know much more about this, uh, about the practices of, uh, of what's-his-face, your, your leader? Um, Zorgog. Yeah, I can't say it, though. You get mad at me every Correct. time I say it. So, Correct. I'm not going to say it anymore, because 
I'm uh, a little bit scared. Does this have to do with paganism or witchcraft in any way? No, Darren. Okay, here's what we do at a meeting. We yeah, you didn't arrive. explain. You didn't explain it yet. So <laughs> go, go over it. Uh, yeah, just so just so we're clear. Yeah. Then we get in a circle. Yeah, okay. And Zorgog plays Nirvana's "Come, Come as, as You, you are. are." Okay. Yes, I think it might be the MTV Unplugged edition, but I can't. I don't know for sure. I don't control the ox. Uh, There's an Zorgog ox there. Playing it. There's an ox there. In the no, mid- the AUX, the aux cord. Oh. I thought I was... No, the aux... Okay, see, th- this is... Darren, this is why you're confused, because you don't understand. We would never have an aux at our meeting, because the aux is the swarm, the sworn enemy of Zorgog. <laughs> you... Darren, this is in the pamphlets I said. I didn't want to read those, because I, I was scared then, too. I thought this was a but pyramid scheme to join. at first. I was, yeah, but I just, no, no, I can't say necessarily I wanted to, but I was interested in knowing more about what you were getting into. That's why I was asking those questions. That's why I'm asking these questions now. Here's what's, ha- here's what happens. Zorgog puts on Nirvana's Come As You Are. I think I under- it's the I underst- Unplugged. Okay, I understand that part. Yes. I. We take off our shoes. We take off our socks. We take off our pants. We take off our shirts. We take off all your clothes. Any outerwear. Any outerwear also gone we take off our underwear uh anything else that you might be wearing gone glasses are allowed contacts are allowed so when you and Uh, then you stand in a circle am i correct we're already in the circle okay okay so do you are you holding hands in the circle once all we all get to the robes are on fuck that's gonna be the maintenance guy (laughs) oh shit phil phil okay um well, this is uh, this is kind of frightening. Um, I never got to ask Jake uh, what location this was in, but this sounds like uh, a retelling of a type of Heaven's Gate type of cult where uh, sounds like Jake is going to be locked in some sort of uh, facility like a church or a gymnasium at a school or a rec center uh, where the doors will be closed and then his leader will pull out a rifle because he did say that this gu- this cult is pro-rifle, pro-gun. <clears throat> and it sounds like the leader is going to force them to have sex with each other, not ejaculate. Um, basically, what I'm trying to ask to, without being completely uh, forward with him and frank with him is does he need to ejaculate in, do, do, is there some sort of receptacle for each of the members of this cult to ejaculate into um, so that they can pr- reproduce with some sort of surrogate <clears throat> have I been on uh, am I like um, I don't think I can, Jake can hear me he's back though now um Jake, I was just talking, filling time. Um, so, so is there some sort of goal? Oh, he's not gonna do this bit anymore because there's a person, there's a person in his house, and that that uh, makes sense that he wouldn't wanna, <laughs> he wouldn't wanna talk about this anymore. We'll get to it later, maybe perhaps on a later episode. Um, 
Well, it's the last one. <clears throat> yeah, I keep forgetting that. Uh, anyway, um, Jake, uh, how's uh, how's how, how's everything going right now? Right now, um, uh, I'm just. Uh, <clears throat> what have you seen, Jake? Do you want to talk about? <clears throat> Um, Jake's back, but he doesn't want to talk, so, uh, I don't think he wants to, <clears throat> so, anyway, this, uh, we're gonna go straight into movies, I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna do a one-person conversation here about, uh, I saw the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix, I watched, I binge-watched it, um, Basically, it is... I mean, it's not exactly what I expected. I mean, sort of is. The The only difference is that, like, I... Before watching this, I viewed Ted Bundy as this, like, disgusting, fucked-up, gross human being who just kills for pleasure. And that is what he is. That is what he was. But, uh... It wasn't as gruesome as I had originally thought. Like, his killings were not as bad as I originally thought. Um... Uh, I thought that he was an, on a Dahmer type level where he was killing and eating people. I, I was horribly miseducated about Jeff, about, uh, Ted Bundy. The dude was notorious. And I think the scariest part about Ted Bundy was that he, uh, <clears throat> he, um, was like a sociopathic charmer where he would just, he had this charm about him. And people just trusted him immediately. And the, the fucked up thing is that he would get, he would gain women's trust so easily with his charm because, I mean, he, he was a good looking individual as well. And he like, he, he, he practiced law and everything and he, uh, would charm these women into being like, wow, this could, this guy could be the one, this could be the one that I'm going to marry. And then he would just kill them. He would take them into a private uh, situation and he would murder them in cold blood. Uh, that's what it seemed like a lot of the time. He would take advantage of people's um, uh, people's benefits for his own personal gain and then complete the just like just kill them. <clears throat> and uh, there was a, they had a survivor on the show who recalled directly the uh one of one of his attempts to uh to kill her he said they were locked in a car together and he stopped the car he put it in park and then he just looked at her and she felt like something strange was in the air because he was acting a lot more a lot differently than how she had previously known him and, uh, <clears throat> so he just began, uh, he took out a weapon and just started, uh, just mangling her as much as he could. Um, I don't know if Jake is back or not, but, uh. Yeah, man. So that was quick. There's a small nail. There's a small nail in the garbage disposal. So it's a good thing that it wasn't the battery that slipped down there once. Uh, now that I'm on this Ted Bundy stuff, I got to finish it. So anyway, um, the funny thing, the goofy thing about this whole Ted Bundy uh, thing that made me... Th- can I ask a question real yeah. quick? Yeah. 
the Ted Bundy tapes is documentary or yeah, it's a documentary. Okay. There's a Zac Efron movie coming out. Okay, I didn't know if that was out yet or what the deal was. Okay, I think it's go at on. Sundance, I think. James Hetfield of Metallica, the singer of Metallica, is in it, and he plays like a. Also, I, w- I want to say something. <laughs> I want to make something clear. This Zorgok thing is not a. Okay, well, Jake's recording just froze. I'm just gonna keep going on about um, about my stuff. Jake, keep that old recording, please, um, <clears throat> and just bounce bounce right back in. I'm glad you caught it when you did. Maybe you should keep that window like up in the top so you know. Um, so the funny thing about Ted Bundy that, uh, I mean, I, I found it to be kind of funny. Uh, I was thinking, it made me think of that South Park episode where, um, where, uh, it was Dahmer, Bundy and Gacy. They all like were summoned from hell to make the, uh, Satan's birthday cake. Darren, you're Um, just throwing the word funny around a lot and that's a little... But go on. I'll get I'll get to that. Anyway, it made me think of that South Park episode. But like, th- what was weird about Ted Bunny is that like, and this is the most predictable part about the whole documentary is that like, he would commit these heinous murders and then he would just move states and like you can catch that within like the first, within the first episode. And I mean, I understand it might have took taken people a while to catch onto his trail, but it's like. Yeah, he's going to make a killing. At this point, you see a pattern. He's going to kill somebody, and then he's going to move to a different state and change his info. And you guys, like, that that's like every episode. It happened like one, it felt like it happened once or twice per episode where he would just, they'd be like, yeah, he killed her, and then he moved to Utah. And then it's like, yep. And then they, they go to the Utah police, and they're like, yeah, he killed all these women, and then he moved up, up to Montana. It's like, yeah, he's going to keep doing that, you guys. He's going to keep killing people. You guys got to have everybody on alert about this guy. Have you seen the <clears> clip <throat> where he's uh, he's in a Colorado, actually, shout out, jail, and he's like... Shout out. He's like, no, they caught me. I'm not going to try to escape. Like, I'm just going to take what's coming to me. And then, like, a month later, he escapes. <laughs> <laughs> he escapes. Yeah, they elaborate on that, I believe, in the uh, yeah. in the documentary. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that part was like I feel like that was a lot of filling time in the documentary. It was just like the parts where they were like, "Yeah, well, I guess they." If you're interested in Ted Bundy, you're probably interested in what and like what he would do to get out of certain situations. But yeah, I mean, he uh, <laughs> he would kill people, move states. Everybody would be like, "Oh, he's going to jail," and then he'd get out of it, and then he move to a different state, kill people, get out of it. And then it was just, it was just ridiculous. Um, I also don't, I don't know. Here's the thing. I've been fascinated by serial killers for a long time. Can I Uh, say, I don't, I don't know what you're going to say, but I want to say something. Okay. Yeah. Serial (laughs) killers are out, dude. Serial killers have peaked. Serial killers are out. Is that is that what you were going to say? Yeah. You remember when, like, The Walking Dead came out and everyone was like, holy shit, zombies, and now, like, no one gives a shit about zombies? Zombies I peaked think and now serial killers have peaked. You mean as serial a topic of... You mean as, a, like, a watching topic? 
I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna come in waves. I think it's gonna come in waves. I think. Anyway, say what you're gonna say. Well, in terms of marketability, I I kind of agree with you, but I think they're not out yet. I think they're on the downturn. But dude, they come back into they come back into into the into media whenever like spooky stuff happens. You know, anywhere really, like Halloween. That's like where History Channel and Discovery like air most of their serial killer stuff. I was just watching when I was in <clears throat> when I was in uh in uh Nevada Eva. I was just watching I was just watching on the hotel TV. I was just watching uh um um Charles Manson uh documentary and they just like had him on repeat. They, I don't know, man. It's I'd say they're not out. But they're anyway, out. they've peaked. I don't know how I don't know how I feel about like That's, well okay here's the making thing. those people famous for I, like doing horrible things. I agree. I agree very much with that. Uh, we like talked Jeffrey about Dahmer that. gets a movie deal, kind of messed up, but at the same time, like he's that's a very interesting mind to go into. We've talked about this on the show before. How I think like <clears throat> I have trouble with true crime because it's like profiting off of these stories, and like even if. Ted Bundy's not making the profit. Like, real people were, like, viciously, savagely murdered. And, like, that upsets me. But, like, I also... I do find the stories interesting, and I understand why they're told. So it's tough, but, like, it is... It's not great. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, you go on. I'm sorry, Darren. No, I mean, that is a great way to wrap up. That's how I was trying to wrap this up anyway. Um, what uh, What did you think of the show overall, like, serial killer shit aside? Um, it's, it's, good to, it's good to watch. I mean, it, it's, the episodes are long. I mean, some of them are like an hour, 20 minutes, you know. So, if you're going to binge watch it, I mean, you're in, for, you're in for definitely like four or five hours. It's only... I think it's only four or five episodes, actually. So, yeah, you might be even for, like, five or six hours of watch time. But, yeah, I mean, at certain points, it kind of started to feel a little bit repetitive. But it was interesting overall. Um, I don't know. Are we rating anymore? I noticed we didn't rate us. but uh, Yeah, um, I, know, I realized that, too. That's just because I really had to go, and I'm sorry for that. Um, if we're not rating anymore, that's fine. No, we're still rating. I wanted to get back to us. Oh, that's true. Well, we might as well just rate one last time. I think we should also Um, get back to us and rate it, but... I'd probably give the Ted Bundy tapes on the whole, like, a... Like a six and a half. That's exactly what I was gonna guess. Yeah. Uh... Cool. I'm gonna talk about... So... When we started recording, like, uh, an hour ago, or a little bit before Darren called me, I threw some pizza in the microwave, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll review this on the show. And then Darren was a little bit late, uh, then the pizza got, was ready, and then we ta- got talking yeah. about Zorgog. I had to take a shit. Even so. though I already explained Zorgog to Darren, so I don't know why he has all these questions. Yeah, um, you gave me the pamphlet, and I skimmed it, but I just want to make sure you're safe. Yeah, of course I'm... Okay, so we get there, and we get in a circle. Yeah, you don't have to. Expl- we don't have to go over this again, Jake. Well, it I just think seems like understand. you're confused. Yeah, but why the circle? And like, what is the because end goal? Because we're all equal. There's no head of a circle. There's no 
edge. Like everyone is equally is there, in view. Does did 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 your leader give you any sort of date that you need to look forward to? I mean, is there because that's what I imagine. Is there a is there a specific date that you're looking forward to? Yeah, Darren, there's all sorts of dates we're looking forward to. For what's the what's the end what's the our end birthdays, date? What's the Halloween. what's the latest date you've gotten? He well, that's not how it works. At the on the first of every month, so tonight I'll go in and he'll say, "This month we have." 420, uh, he'll say, uh, we have Deborah's birthday on the 3rd. We've got Mark's birthday on the 6th. These aren't their real names. I've changed them for their protection. Uh, things like that. And he'll just, like, he'll just give us updates, like a little calendar. I'm uncomfortable anyway, with this. Darren, I want to uh. review this pizza. That's... It's like four days old, and then I microwaved it, and now it's been sitting out for like an hour. You'll hear my other thoughts about this this cult thing. Uh, it's not a when cult. You actually listen, when you listen to it, just get to the pizza. Just get to the pizza. Okay. Uh, I ate my cheese slice because I was really hungry, and I took a bite of this. But it's uh, Regina's Pizza. It's uh, Boston chain, or a Massachusetts chain. Uh, it's got sausage and onion, and I'm going to take a bite here. Jake's got a little bit of cheese. On, oh, there you go. You got it. I think it was actually a little was piece on of his, onion. Oh, well, it was stuck on his lip, and he got mm-hmm. it. It was really good. That's good. I mean, like, for a four-day-old room-temperature pizza, I've, I mean, it's been kept in the microwave it had, or in the fridge. It hasn't just been sitting out for four days. It's good. Nice. That's good to hear. Um, can I'll you, be can, back. Can you, elabor- can you elaborate? <laughs> um, or do you even care at this point since this is the last episode? The the dough kind of reminds me, or the the crust, I guess, the bread. Because pizza is a bread, because it's dough that you bake. Um. It's kind. It, it's a lot like a Domino's pan bread, pan pizza bread, handmade pan bread. Which that's like my favorite delivery pizza. Uh. Wait, I can't remember. If- that might have been a sausage, not a mushroom, now that I think about it. The sausage just has really good flavor. I mean, Darren, I don't really want to give a full review, because this is probably not how they intend it to be eaten. But it keeps okay. really well. Like, I'm not mad at this for a four-day-old piece of pizza. Three days old, I guess. Oh, give us a rating? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're pretty funny sometimes. Um, like, uh, um, we we get on a tangents. I mean, this is kind of a tangent. You say what you will about your experience here, but uh, it's definitely a tangent we're on when we're talking about your uh, your new religion or whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, yeah, we get into tangents. I don't know. I'd probably give us. Uh, I'd probably give us a um, at least a nine out of ten. I mean, we're 
Nothing's a 10 out of 10, but... Darren, what would you give as a rating to the movie Us? Oh, um... Jordan Peele's uh, horror masterpiece. Some might say. Well, some might call it a disaster piece. Let me let me. What su- are your takes? Let me sum up how we felt about it last time. Uh, we said it was a good horror movie, a lot gorier than uh, Get Out. Obviously, we agree. We both agree that it wasn't as well thought out. If you didn't hear last episode, and um, we both enjoyed it though. It was still a good horror movie. Um, I'd probably give us. I'd probably give us like a 7.75 out of 10. Wow. 0.25 better than it. Actually, no, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. And not because you said that. Just I just thought about it, and I'd probably give us an 8 out of 10. I think the, the thing that holds us back, and we kind of talked about this last week, is that like people who don't take it for what it is... Uh, like, this is, I don't know why Us is the movie where they're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, it's so firmly rooted in, like, horror tradition. Like, Halloween, Michael Myers kills his sister and then escapes from a, a mental hospital and, like, can do all these things. And everyone's like, yeah, that's what the movie is. But then Us, I guess because it's, like, Jordan Peele and he's got, like, a claim or whatever, they're like, well, it doesn't make any sense. But I, like, I was really able to just take this movie as it was on its terms. And so I really enjoyed it, and I didn't have all these questions. And I understand why the questions come, but I just don't think they matter. I think I'd give it, like, an 8.25, maybe? I think it might be higher if I saw it in a better setting. Uh, We talked about that last episode. And what I should have I should have mentioned also that like with Jordan Peele's movies he puts a lot of little intricacies into the directing and the writing. So, you know, when I watch I we we both Jake and I mutually love Get Out and you know, the third time I watched Get Out, I liked it 3 times better than the first time I watched it because I just like I noticed all of the things that he put in there more and more and more. So, I could like it a lot more the next time I watch it. Um my friends have had a chance to watch it again already and they said they caught more things with it too so i i don't know i think i need to i might need to watch it multiple times yeah that's just our first uh watch ratings i've got one more movie we should talk about okay uh because what are you giving that pizza Uh, i'm not gonna rate the pizza because this isn't how i would all right recommend it i'll get i'll get some no we're not gonna do another episode so never mind yeah Seven out of ten. Uh, last week, I had to speed off because we were going to see A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Klein, Michael Palin, John Cleese. Uh, I think... Mm, I can't... I, I know John Cleese... Ah, oh, fuck. One of them co-wrote it. It's got some Python people. It's a... Uh, it's a really funny movie. It's it's cool to see like Hollywood stars and like Jamie Lee Curtis, especially when it came out, was like as big a star as there was in like a world that feels a lot like Monty Python because it's like that's not where you would expect it. It's it's really funny. 
Uh, and so the movie, I mean, it's just like one of those fucking ridiculous British movies. There's a, they're all teamed up to try to rob a bank or yeah, rob a bank for some diamonds. And like, they all double cross each other and like are just shitty people. And it, I just really liked it. Uh, yeah, I, like I don't know how much you want me to go into it, Darren. Go into it as much as you want. If you are, if you think about something, then say it, man. Cool. Okay. So come on, we're almost fifty episodes in, baby. And this is the last this one. The so last one. Well so you fucking bore people with me just relating the plot of this movie that I kind of remember. Well, if you think it's boring, don't say it. Name. But you know, talk about it. Well, it's like a, I don't, like, I think it's kind of a genre onto itself of, like, that British slapstick, like, farce, where everybody has their own, everyone has their own thing going on, but they're all trying to work together, but they're all trying to double-cross each other. And so Jamie Lee Curtis, there's five main characters, Jamie Lee Curtis, and then four guys... And at one point, Jamie Lee Curtis kisses every every male character. Uh, she, like, uses her sexuality for her own gains with all of them. Uh, one of the guys has a stutter, and he's, like, really awkward, and he loves animals. And so he's trying to kill this old lady to help his, like, one of the people get out of jail because she's the only witness. And he ends up accidentally, one by one, killing all of her dogs. <laughs> like, he's got the most convoluted plan. He's like, I'm going to get this rabid dog and unleash him, leash the dog on her so it will attack her. And it, like, picks up one of, hit one of her dogs and, like, runs off with it. Uh, he accidentally gets one of the dogs run over, I think. And then <laughs> his final plan, he's got a sniper... And he's, like, aiming at the lady, and then he goes up, and there's, like, a giant concrete block that's being held by, like, a tiny, like, uh, clasp thing. And so he shoots that, (laughs) and it's on a rope, so it's, like, falling, but not, like, super fast. It's, like, the rope is, like, unspooling, and it lands on the dog. Oh, my God. It's just so ridiculous and absurd. Jesus. And then the lady has a heart attack. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've I've wanted this. I didn't I didn't really know what it was or what it was about. But my my mom had the DVD laying around the house when I was growing up and she told me I couldn't watch it because it wasn't it was naughty. It's kind of (laughs) naughty. A little racy. Uh, Uh, But yeah, but it's like. Yeah, it's really funny. I would highly recommend it. Kevin Klein, he just plays like this idiot who claims to like know everything about philosophy and uh, all this shit. And at one point, Jamie Lee Curtis is like, you're just an ape. And he's like, apes don't read Friedrich Nietzsche. And she's like, yes, they do, but they don't understand him. (laughs) And that's like a really great line. Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. Uh, and so I went because one of my professors was showing, like, she was giving a little talk afterwards about it, just, uh, because she knows some stuff about the movie. And she's like, so does anyone in the audience have anything to say? 
And this guy raises his hand, and she's like, yes? And he's like, wait, fuck. Oh, Jake. Oh, shit. Jake I can't. Fucked it up. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Fill time for one second. Fill time for one second. Well, I'm filling time on this. Uh, Jake's been going to a lot of uh, like Q&As recently, it sounds like. Um, I don't know if this has anything to do with his cult. I don't know if they're showing these I'm not movies. in a cult. Okay, I don't know if they're showing these movies in this new group that he's in. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. I'm not in a cult. Okay. Uh, some guy raises his hand because she was just talking about like all the relationships between Jamie Lee Curtis and all the male characters. This guy raises his hand and he's like, Jamie Lee Curtis once said that the best on-screen kiss she ever had was with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> now, Dan Aykroyd was not in the movie. So he was just saying this for some reason. <laughs> That's just like all he said was that Jamie Lee Curtis. Was, yeah. Oh. And we're all just like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Good for you, dude, for pointing that out. Well, anyway, Darren. What's fish called? I'd give that yet? like an eight out of ten. Cool. Really enjoyed it. I think you should check it out. Oh yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, I think that's all the time we have time. Yeah, for. I think it is. Um, let's. What closing thoughts, Jake? What do you got? Mm, fuck pretzels. Uh, like, just hey, pretzels. Just decide which you are and stick to it, please. What are your closing thoughts, Darren? Um, I want everybody to know that if um if you need to masturbate, just masturbate. Um. It's like, I mean, if, if it, if it's forbidden in your religion, um, you know, I mean, that's your it's thing. It's not a religion. It's, it's not a religion. Okay, great. But make sure like you get, you treat yourself like. I'm well, allowed people, to masturbate. People are a lot healthier if they ejaculate three times a week. So, um, you should take advantage of that. I mean, don't overdo it. I thought it. it was three times a day. Definitely don't get addicted to porn or anything like that. Or like, don't get addicted to sex, but you know, just, just ejaculate at some point, you know, uh, everybody should be ejaculating regularly. Darren got a haircut. I was going to comment on it earlier. Last time. Yeah, that, well, yeah, but I, I had it last time though. So mm, I don't think you did. I did. Well, I was in a hurry last time. Yeah, I know. Um, book me for, uh, comedy shows, guys. I'm, I'm really funny. Uh, and follow my Instagram, uh, at DareBearSanchez. Um, follow the Snickles Instagram at SnicklesMovieCast. Um, uh, follow Jake's Final thoughts. Podcast. Follow uh, Jake's don't, Instagram. don't fucking okay. worry about it. Okay. Uh, maybe don't go outside on April 27th. Uh, Jesus Christ. What, just gonna uh, be the a, day after just, Endgame premieres? There's just going to be bad weather that day, is all. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Darren, you got any last thoughts? Okay, wrap it up. Just wrap it up. Just wrap it up. All right, guys, uh, this has been our final episode, and remember... Sword of Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>